2. Luke chapter 2. If you want to give this little devotional a name, I would call it the first Christmas carol. Not to be confused with Dickens' Christmas carol. But with the songs that we sing at Christmas, this first Christmas carol here in Luke chapter 2 and verse number 14, we find the lyrics to this first Christmas song, glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace, goodwill toward men. It's amazing how many of the Christmas songs we sing today focus on these thoughts giving glory to God, and I'm talking about our religious Christmas songs, not Jingle Bells and all of that stuff, which Jingle Bells, you know, is actually a Thanksgiving song. But anyway, I I know I don't get why that's Thanksgiving, but the guy wrote it then, I think. So, but glory to God in the highest, the song sung in praise, just two parts, such a simple song. First, we have the praise, and then we have peace, peace on earth. So glory to God and peace Goodwill Toward Men. It was a song sung by the angels, sung in praise to God, heard by the shepherds. And as I, I thought about what to say on this, I my mind just kept going back to something I wrote a couple years ago. Um, and I just wanted to read that. And hopefully it'll be an encouragement to you. But it was, this was telling the background and written as a hymn history type of writing, but telling about this, this song here this first Christmas carol. The Judean countryside near Bethlehem is the setting for the next hymn of the New Testament. On the night of Christ's birth, shepherds were the first to receive the announcement of his holy arrival. When shepherds, why shepherds, one might ask, and not men of high estate? The answers could be simple. David was a shepherd before he was a king. Perhaps the message comes first to shepherds to honor David's first profession. The shepherds were caring for sheep, which would be used for sacrifices. Who better to understand the significance of the Savior, whom they would soon find lying in a feeding trough? Then there's the most simple and obvious of reasons. Jesus came to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. He came to the simple, the common, the ordinary, everyday man. He was to be rejected by both the political and religious elite. The angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them and nearly scared them out of their wits. Fear not, cried the angel, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be the sign unto you. Ye shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. In a moment, the sky was filled with a multitude of the heavenly host, Luke says, The writer of Hebrews tells exactly who the heavenly host was. He reported, and again, when he came in, when he bringeth in the first begotten into the world, he saith, and let all the angels of God worship him. Hebrews 1.6. All the angels of God joined in the excitement of this grand and glorious night of worship and praise. Though the text is simple, it is profound. To God, glory to men, peace. Both are achieved only through Jesus Christ. Through him, God is glorified and the men of the earth find peace. It is he alone who reconciles man to God. As Paul said to the Romans, 
we are reconciled to God by the death of his son. Much more being reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. Romans 5.10. The first angel used more syllables in proclamation than the multitude of heavens hosted in praise. Yet everything was said that needed to be said and everything was sung that needed to be sung. Unto you, a savior is born and through him, men can have peace. Glory to God. What more needs to be said? So let's join 